everyone. Thanks so much for joining me again here on the Traveling in Ireland podcast. Today we are heading up to Ulster in the north of Ireland, and I am really, really excited to introduce you to today's guest. But before we do that, I just want to remind you that I do have a free Ulster itinerary available on the website at irelandfamilyvacations.com backslash Ulster. So be sure to check that out if my next guest gets you really interested in taking a trip into the North. So today I am so excited to have with me Adam Stewart. Adam is the owner of Flat Cap Adventures, where he takes people off the tourist path as well as on in Ulster. So Adam, thank you so much for joining me today. Thank you, Jody, for having me. It's a great pleasure. So before we start digging into the highlights of Ulster, can you tell my listeners where and what we're talking about when we say Ulster? Well, Ulster is one of four provinces in Ireland. Um, so Ireland was always made up of four provinces. So Ulster is actually the most northern province. And inside of Ulster, we have Northern Ireland, and we also have then four other counties. So the counties that I sort of mostly roam around in are County Derry, County Donegal, and County Antrim. Terrific. So it's not just Northern Ireland, which I think a lot of people have a tendency to break that up a little bit when they think of the North. Now, probably the top attraction in Ulster would be the Giant's Causeway. And then, of course, that entire Causeway coastal route is a big draw. So if people have that on their itinerary, you know, driving the Causeway Coast or visiting the Giant's Causeway, what advice would you offer if they're wanting to do that? Well, I grew up overlooking the Causeway. I grew up in Port Rush. It's a, it's a peninsula on the Causeway Coast. And the Coast Road was actually built by my grandfather, my great-grandfather, John Wallace and son. They had a quarry. In That's Valley insane. <laughs> yeah. And uh, they built much of the road there. And my mother actually still remembers going out, lighting the oil lanterns on the road whenever they were doing repairs on the road even in later years you know so it's been there for a long time and it's it's unique because the road actually follows the coastline from Larne the whole way down and into Bush Mills now whenever I say it follows the coastline is on the coastline if you go two foot off the road you're into the water don't scare people <laughs> it's not that bad it is quite a wide road in terms of Ireland it's wide enough and the scenery from it is absolutely fantastic we have uh, Rathlin Island which can be seen very very clearly from Valley Castle but we also have Scotland which can be seen on a clear day so the Northern Ireland coastline we a lot of the people there are referred to the Scots Irish or the, the Ulster Scots and that's because we have have that direct link with Scotland. And you'll hear that tinge in my accent as well. So you will. <laughs> so it's a place that's full of history and full of exciting places to visit. There's old fishing villages and fishing towns. We've got Ballantoy there, which is very, very famous for the, the Game of Thrones. 
And it's an old fishing harbour with a stone cottage at the bottom. It's fantastic, fantastic place to visit. It really is a beautiful, a beautiful part of the country. And that drive, like you said, from Larne to Port Rush is absolutely stunning. And it's one of the few, if you are on a train, it's actually one of the few really beautiful train rides in Ireland as well. So if you're going from Belfast to Derry, there's that beautiful coast that goes right underneath Musenden Temple. So a stunning train ride as well if you're not driving it. But how long would you say, so let's say that somebody wants to go and visit that Causeway Coastal Route. As somebody who grew up there, what would you say is the minimum amount of time that a visitor needs for that area to really do it somewhat well? You need a minimum of, if you're just wanting to drive it from the start to the finish and stop off at the scenic areas, you need at least a day. I would advise staying a wee bit longer than that because, you know, if you want to go in and spend time in Bushmills Whiskey Factory, for instance, that's going to take half a day. Mm-hmm. You know, the Giant's Causeway, there's another half day just walking down and walking around the causeway. So, you know, you could spend a week around the north coast of Ireland easily. You know, if you take in the sights and sounds in Donegal, the city of Derry, what it has to offer, Benoan Beach, Mizzleton Temple, you know, all of those places, it takes time to go around them. I think that you need to spend time in them to get to know the people and get to know, understand the culture and what's going on there. So true. So true. So don't rush it, you're saying. Don't rush it, no. Enjoy it. Enjoy the hospitality. So what would you say if somebody's coming up there, like their best central base for touring that coastal route. I know a lot of people want to start in Belfast and maybe take that whole route, but is there a central spot that you would say is really good for kind of going out and hitting a little bit one day and a little bit the next and then a little bit on the third? I'm very biased because I live in Bush Mills and I think that it's one of the most picturesque uh, little villages in the North Coast. You know, it's a uh, is a conservation area with a lot of listed buildings. So listed buildings are buildings that are protected under Irish law and they're of historic significance. So many of the buildings around Bushmills are stone buildings and they date back to as far as the 1600s. We even have a courthouse in the centre of Bushmills that's currently being renovated for tours. And whenever you, if you stay in Bushmills, You not only have the great hospitality of people like myself, but you're also about an hour away from everything. So you're an hour away from the Sperran Mountains, which is an area that a lot of tourists don't really go and visit. And it's a fantastic place because you're going completely off the beaten track then, and you're actually seeing the real rural Ireland, you know, where you meet the real people. It's not a tourist trap. It's the place where... People have sheep and they live that country way of life that a lot of people want to come and see. Yeah, and we're going to talk about the Sparrens in just a few minutes because we have a mutual friend there who has been on the podcast in the past. So we're going to touch on that in a minute. But I think what I was hearing from you about Bushmills is that there's way more in that little village than just whiskey. Oh, yes, very much so, very much so. I mean, we have some fantastic, some of the best restaurants 
in, in Ireland or in Bushmills and Port Rush as well is a fantastic location for eating out. And we have just down the road from us, we have the Royal Port Rush Golf Club, which has hosted the Irish Open and the British Open golf tournaments. And it's very, very historic as well. So there's lots of things to do in and around Bush Mills, and it's a great place to spend time. Terrific. Well, I'm actually really excited to have you on and to talk about your business because it is so much different than any experience that I've seen offered anywhere else in Ireland because you offer four by four tours. So off-road experiences in places like the Sparren Mountains and the Inishowen Peninsula and your tour descriptions include words like mud plugging and <laughs> what's the other one? Steep off-road climbs. <laughs> and yeah. you even mentioned that your guests won't see people and in some places only sheep. So I have to know more about these tours and where the idea came from. So the idea came from my father always had Land Rovers and he's a bit of a petrol head the same as me so he likes cars and motorbikes and he spent an awful lot of time with me whenever i was younger traveling around these areas on adventure motorcycles and four by four vehicles namely sort of land rover defenders and discoveries and with over time he had built up several routes and i now have those routes all in my head of course we don't need a sat-nav. And I try and link up what I call the roads less traveled. So a lot of them are mud roads or bog roads through bogs and heather. They would have been used traditionally to access the turf, which would have been cut and burnt on the fire in Ireland instead of coal. So turf's sort of like soil. So it is. So I link up those roads along with scenic beaches and small narrow tarmac roads and just areas that aren't normally seen. And I think that it's a very unique offering because I try and take you away from those places that every tourist gets herded into. I try and take you to the places that there's nobody about and I try to introduce you. I like to stop off and introduce you to the real people. And that's the people that own the local pub or farm the local land, have the sheep there, you know, such as Jamesy, uh, McCloy, you know, and show the visitors how those types of people live. Because one of the questions I always get asked is, what do people do here? What do people do for a living here? How do they live? And what do they do for fun? So, you know, I want to show what we do for fun and what we do for work and how life really is in Ireland. I love that because I think one of the most common questions that I get is where can I see the real Ireland? And I'm putting that in air quotes as I'm talking because yeah. I often think that people have a maybe a storybook or a movie version of Ireland in their head, but there are some places that you can still get that feeling and We've mentioned the Sparren Mountains. You mentioned Jamesy McCloy. Now, Jamesy was on my podcast a couple of years ago. So if you're looking through the podcast, it is the Mid-Ulster podcast. And Jamesy is a fourth-generation shepherd. 
and he's opened yeah. up his farm for tours and he shows you how he works the sheep and it's absolutely mind blowing. And he's, he's really just such a terrific person. I know that that's one place that you tend to stop off when you do the yeah, Sparrow yeah. Mountain tours. So you really do get off that tourist track and into the heart of that northern part of Ireland. I mean, some of the mountains that we drive up, you know, there's not an awful lot of people know about them. And sometimes you have to be a very fit mountaineer to get to those places. So it's quite nice to sit in the back of the Land Rover and the comfort of it. Well, it's not, not overly comfortable, I wouldn't say, but it's more comfortable than walking. <laughs> might bounce around a bit. And getting up into those areas and getting to see them because they are absolutely stunning. And that's the bit of this that makes it so worthwhile for me because whenever I remember going into those places the first time and going, this is beautiful. And whenever I bring people there, it makes me feel like I felt the first time I was there. So that's the joy that I get out of it is taking people to those locations. It's like the first time that I drove in and it, it makes me really happy to get them out and show them around and get to see that, see the enjoyment that they get from it. Ah, that just, that makes my heart happy. I have to admit it's kind of the, the same joy I get when I help people or when I'm doing the podcast and I'm sharing this information because it's something that I love and I love that I get to help you share what you love and there's just love everywhere. But it's just, I really just enjoy the fact that this is something so unique. Yeah. It's not a general tour. It's not a tick the boxes tour. Yeah. It's really something that you're not going to get from anybody else right now. Yeah. And I know we've mentioned the Sparrow Mountains, but another place I know you go that I absolutely love and need to go back to is the Inishowen Peninsula. And that oh, yeah. is that very northern part of County Donegal. But there's so much there along, they call it the Inishowen 100 because it's 100 miles all the way around. So can you give us just a little overview of that? Yeah, so Inishowen, it would be one of my favorite routes because it really is off the beaten track and it's full of what we would refer to as green lanes or lanes and they're... You couldn't drive them in a car because they're too rough and off camber. So quite often, whenever we're up these roads, we'll get a wee bit of wheel lift <laughs> and stuff like that there. So it, it can be quite rough. And, you know, so there is a bit of a thrill with it as well. It's, it is scenic, but there's a bit of a thrill as well. Especially there's one area in particular that we climb and it's so steep and we get into like it's a, what I would call a hairpin corner. <laughs> And we have to reverse and back up and reverse and just to get around this corner. And we get all the way up to the top of it and I get people out and then they're overlooking. Their heart might have been in their mouth on the way up this road, but whenever they get to the top of it, they go, this was worth it. Because the view from up there, you're overlooking the bay and you can see right the way across to the next peninsula in Donegal. And... Whenever you're up there, you'll see the bird life. You quite often see seals on some of the beaches there because it's so rural. That's one of the great things about it because some of the busier beaches, 
you'll not see the seals. But round Donegal, that you'll see the seals up onto the beaches and things like that. So it's very, it's great. And again, you will get a bit of a thrill climbing up into some of these places because it really is very, very steep and mountainous. I think my heart stopped a little bit when you were talking about the going around that hairpin turn because I can picture it and yeah. (laughs) I don't know if my heart can handle it, but I'm willing to try. So you obviously, you get off road, you get a little adventurous. If somebody is coming on a tour with you, is there anything they need to make sure that they pack? Do they need to make sure that they have, you know, mud clothing? What are we talking about? Flat cap, first of all. (laughs) (laughs) You you don't hand the flat caps out when they get in? (laughs) Maybe I'll have to buy some and start handing them out. (laughs) Definitely a raincoat. I've always wore a wax jacket. I don't know if you know about the wax jackets, Jodie. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You do? So I've always wore a wax jacket, and they're, they're great because they keep the rain off you. Because sometimes we go into these places, and like it's the, the northwest of Ireland, mm-hmm. and it is wet. <laughs> it is wet. Uh, but we normally hope that it'll clear up long enough for you to see something. <laughs> and welly boots. Uh, very, very important welly boots or hiking boots, you know, because whenever you get out and onto the ground, it's wet and you want to have good footwear that you're going to be warm. And I always say, as soon as you get your feet wet, the rest of you is cold. You know, it doesn't matter what temperature the Land Rover is inside. If your feet are wet, you'll be cold all day. So, so pack an extra pair of socks too. Extra pair of socks, yeah. Uh-huh. Excellent. So come prepared. Come prepared, yes. But you'll have definitely an enjoyable day. So if people are interested and want to know more, where is the best place for them to track you down? Website, social media, best place to book? Yeah, I'm on basically all of the socials. (laughs) You'll find me on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, LinkedIn. We've also got a YouTube channel there as well. So there's lots of places that you'll, you'll find us. Well, also the website, you know, you can book directly on our website, which is www.flatcapadventures.com. And I love talking to people, as you know, Jody. So if anybody's coming over, it's great just to lift the phone and, and get on the phone to them and, and talk to them about the experience as well. Perfect. And all my listeners know that all they have to do is go into the show notes and they will find all those links for you directly so they can contact you very very easily. And Adam, I don't know, this just makes me want to to come and visit and spend some time with you because the off-roading and just the getting away from the normal tourist spots sounds like perfection yeah. to me. <laughs> but before I go, before I let you go, I yes. always end my chats with recommendations. So Can you tell us maybe three places in Ulster that you think visitors should add to their Ireland itinerary? You're going to need a car to reach some of these recommended destinations. And I'm excited to share that my listeners receive an exclusive 10% discount from Irish car rentals. All you have to do is visit IrelandFamilyVacations.com forward slash I-C-R 
and that will take you directly to the booking page and my exclusive 10% discount. Again, that's irelandfamilyvacations.com forward slash I-C-R. Now, let's hear about these recommended destinations. The Famine Village in Doh would be a good one. It's very, very good to go to. I enjoy that tour. The Point Bar at McGilligan for food because I think that it's great. I love the Point Bar at McGilligan. It's just a fantastic place. And then as soon as you've had your food there, you can actually cross on the small ferry across into Nishowen. So that's a favourite stop off for me as well. Excellent. So those all have to do with the Inishowen Peninsula. So you took us out yeah, to yeah. out to Don and Golf for that. <laughs> yeah, that's uh, yeah. It's a special my, area. My favorite. It is a special area. It is yeah. Uh-huh. Well, Adam, this was so much fun, and I loved hearing more about your really unique tour offering. And I just think it sounds amazing, and definitely something that I'm going to look into doing the next time I am up in your area. So. So much fun. You'll be very welcome. (laughs) You could probably hear how much I loved recording this episode with Adam and how special I think that his tour, his guided tour in Northern Ireland and Donegal is. I really think that it's just such a special, special opportunity for people to get off that tourist path and see a little bit more of that beauty that the North of Ireland is known for. If you enjoyed this podcast, please leave a five-star review at Apple Podcasts, Amazon Music, Spotify, or wherever you listen to podcasts. If you can't leave a review on your podcast app, you can leave a review at the Ireland Family Vacations Facebook page or snap a screenshot on your mobile device, pop it into your Instagram stories, and tag me at Ireland Family Vacations with a few kind words. If you have questions or comments, you can always email me, Jody, J-O-D-Y, at irelandfamilyvacations.com. And as always, thank you so much for listening. Until next time, Slanga Full.